0: Not only as Americans should we remember the sacrifice of the men and women that have died for our freedom, so should we never forget the ultimate sacrifice that Jesus made for us to set us free from the bondage of sin.
1: Welcome to In Grace with Jim Scudder Jr. He is the senior pastor of Quentin Road Baptist Church in Lake Zurich, Illinois and the president of Dayspring Bible College in Mundelein, Illinois.
0: Hi, this is Jim Scudder and today as we're approaching Memorial Day uh, next week we want to once again, stop and think about our country and think about not just our country, but our lives and remembering. I think it's so important to remember. Today, we're going to talk about we will never forget the sacrifice. And we will look at that in the area of remembering those that sacrificed their lives for our freedoms but we're also going to look at the ultimate sacrifice and that is of course Jesus. And so these are important things again as we slow down a little bit on Monday next week and we we remember. We we think about the sacrifice. We want to do that, not just on Memorial Day, but on, on almost every day. We, will, we really need to be thankful for what God has given us here, if you live in America. And right before we go into today's message, let me also remind you that uh, we would love to invite you to Alaska. Uh, many of you have always dreamed of going to see Alaska, and I think a cruise is the best way to do it. So, the, the good thing about a cruise to Alaska Basically, wherever you look off the ship, you're going to see beauty. You're going to see beautiful, calm water. You're going to see mountains, glaciers. You're going to see eagles everywhere, whales and we're going in and out of fjords and we're getting off the ship in these really cute towns. Uh, and then the best part about this whole thing, you're doing this with InGrace friends, people that listen to In Grace or watch in Grace or are part of the ministry in some way. We're going to be gathering together after dinner each night on the ship in a room for a time of worship. We're going to have a creation speaker, Bruce Malone, talking. I'll be there to share insights and to encourage you. So if you'd like to come along, we have seats available, cabins available. Uh, all you have to do is go to our website, InGraceRadio.com, and click on the cruise on the travel page. InGraceRadio.com, click on travel, and then look for the cruise. You'll also notice on that website, we have a trip to Israel. So, the the trip to Alaska is this July. The trip to Israel is this coming February. And so, we'd invite you to any or both of those trips. Again, the website is InGraceRadio.com, and the phone number is 1-800-78-GRACE. Here at Quinton Road, we will never forget the sacrifice. We do believe America is a great nation, and the reason we believe that is because of the foundation that we have on God and His Word. And uh, there will be very few pastors standing in a pulpit that will just say what I just said, which I don't understand. Why are churches hesitant to say that America is exceptional, and the reason that we're exceptional is because of God. Now, I think because we're starting to buy into the woke culture, we're starting to buy into critical race theory, which is this idea that America is intrinsically racist from its very core. And I'm not saying we haven't had serious problems in that area, we we sure have. But I also know that if it weren't for America, I doubt slavery would have ever been abolished. And uh, the only thing that will end racism, by the way, it's not just black and white. Racism, uh, look in the Bible. There was racism in Jesus' day between the Jews and Samaritans. Um, they there, you know, England and Ireland. I mean, there's all sorts of racism. It's not white and black. Um, wh- what causes racism? Well, it's, not un- it's a misunderstanding that uh, God has created all of us in his image and for his glory. So every soul, every human being, even preborn, uh, are deserved the, the things that are listed in our, our Declaration of Independence and in our Bill of Rights. And so we, we as a nation, uh, I'm glad that, that we did the right thing with slavery, and I'm glad we did eventually uh, do the right thing with segregation and all of the problems we've had. I don't think we're... Uh, systemically racist? I really don't. I think there are some people that are. But what's the answer? The answer is the scriptures. The answer is Jesus Christ. And once you've received by faith Jesus Christ, you can't be racist because his blood was shed for all, all, all people's sins. And also, we are brothers and sisters in the human race. There's one race. And... We're brothers and sisters in Christ with those that have received Christ. So I, I believe in a in a church that uh, we we don't care about skin color. We don't care about accents. We don't care about your education levels or your economic levels. We're one in Christ. And so I say all of that to just push back. And I think we need to push back on some of the things that are being said these days because it seems like... Everything that is being said is almost entirely 180 degrees against this book. And, and you know what? I, I'm really fearful for our country, but in our church, Quentin Road Baptist Church, in Lake Zurich, Illinois, may people know that we stand first on the word of God and faith in Jesus Christ, but we also stand for America. We stand for our flag. We believe in respecting uh, the flag of the United States and— those that have served our country, and those that have sacrificed their lives for our country. We have to honor those sacrifices, and we will. Let me quote from a famous Navy SEAL, Robert O'Neill. He said, Memorial Day is not a celebration. Memorial Day is a time for reflection, pause, remembrance, and thanksgiving for patriots who gave up their own lives to protect the lives and freedom of us all, including the freedom of generations long gone and generations yet unborn. We owe the fallen a debt so enormous that it can never be repaid. Memorial Day was once called Decoration Day And in 1868, just after the Civil War, General John A. Logan, the president of the Grand Army of the Republic, declared the 30th of May is designated for the purpose of strewing flowers and otherwise decorating the graves of comrades who died in defense of their country during the late rebellion, and whose bodies now lie in almost every city, village, and hamlet, churchyard, in the land. I don't know if you've ever gone to an old cemetery. We were filming in Kentucky at the church where the people that first heard my dad preach when my dad was unsaved, they the next day led him to the Lord. That church uh, cemetery is full of people that died in the Civil War. And almost every old cemetery I've gone to, you can find that. And uh, just think of all the people that have died in our country for freedom. Starting with the American Revolution where we lost 4,435 people. The Civil War was the worst because we were fighting Americans and nearly 500,000 people died fighting in the Civil War. World War I, of course, was bad with 53,402. World War II was much worse at 291,557. And then we have conflicts like Korea, 36,574. Vietnam, 58,220. The Iraq War, the Persian Gulf War, the Afghanistan War. These conflicts add up to hundreds of thousands of people that have given their lives for the United States of America and our freedoms and our liberties. So let us take a moment of silent prayer and reflection to remember them now. We do thank you, dear Father, for those that have poured out their blood for America, for our cause, our lives, for freedom. We thank you that we live on the greatest country on the planet, the greatest country that has ever existed. Father, we fear for this country because of our slide into not recognizing you, not acknowledging you, We fear for our country because of the evil that is now called good and the good that is now called evil. But Father, we are grateful as Americans today that you've given us what we have and we thank those that have given their lives for our freedoms. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray who shed his blood for our freedom. Amen. Liberty is... Nothing more than freedom from tyranny. And as we prepare to enter a day to remember those who died for liberty, I think it's fitting that we remember the one who died to set us free from spiritual tyranny. And so what we'll do today is have a message about the sacrifice, the greatest sacrifice, the greatest blood sacrifice that the world has ever known or will ever know. Jesus lived a perfect life. He was completely innocent of anything wrong, yet he sacrificially gave himself to die a gruesome death so that we could be freed from the gruesomeness of death and of hell.
1: America needs to return to God And here at In Grace, we have three products that will help bring our country back to the Lord. First, a tract that tells the story of our symbol of freedom, the American flag, as well as the spiritual freedom found in Jesus. Next is our two-part audio series, Is America a Christian Nation? And finally, a DVD called America's Christian History that was filmed at the actual places where God's providence changed the course of our nation's history. When you give towards the cause of the gospel, we will thank you by sending you 25 flag tracks. If your gift is $15 or more, we will include the CD series, Is America a Christian Nation? As a special thank you for your gift of $25 or more, you will also receive our two-part DVD series, America's Christian History. Just call 800-78-GRACE. Write to us at InGrace, PO Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois. 60047 or visit for more information. Call now 78 Grace.
0: I don't know about you, but one of the delights of my life is to sit around the table with family and friends and food and enjoy. Enjoy talking. Enjoy the the, the, the fellowship enjoy the company, the laughter. And we do that as often as we can in our house. On Sundays in the afternoons after church, we will typically gather around in the parsonage that we live in here on the property and we'll have some sort of nice meal that we've made, Karen's made, others have made. And we sit around this huge table and we just enjoy the company. Now, we don't have a family dog anymore. We moved on to grandchildren, which are much, um, I was going to say, easier and less expensive, but that's debatable, than a family dog. But we've had two boxers in our life. We've really, really loved that breed. It was, they were both great dogs. Well, one was. The first one was a great dog. The second one was a dog. And... Um, <laughs> You know, I, I was so amazed by by that dog. Let's just I'll talk about the second dog, Libby. Uh, Libby uh, never one time had a seat at on a chair at our table. Now, I know some of you, you think your dog is human. It is not. It's a dog. Okay. So don't put your dog at the table. Your dog is very happy to sit there on the floor, hoping, yearning for an accidental or perhaps charitable donation given to it. The dog is quite happy with scraps, and uh, that's why we love dogs, right? Because they're they just they're just happy. I've never had I've never walked in to our house and uh, and and Libby said, "Man, why did you leave me here so long? Why why are you such a bad owner? Bad owner? Uh, never. They're always excited. They're always happy to see you. They're always happy for the scrap, the morsel." Well, we have something pretty amazing as Christians. When we're saved, and salvation, by the way, has nothing to do with you and anything that you do. We just went over this last week. And a few people were surprised by what I said and maybe upset. Let me challenge you. If you'll come to me with Scripture and show me where I'm wrong, I will correct what I said. But no one has done that. And so let's go with Scripture, not with something that we think is right or wrong, let's go with Scripture. What does the Bible say about salvation and about eternal life? But when you believe that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, died and rose again, when you're saved from hell to heaven, you don't have to just get the scraps at the table of the Lord. You and I get to sit at the table. Of the Lord. It's incredible. Think about this. Think about what God wants to do for you, wants to do for us by giving us a seat at the table. And as Christians, we have a couple things that we do. We call them ordinances uh, that we believe are scriptural and they are meaningful to us. One is water baptism, and that happens one time after you've been saved. We want to show our salvation by water baptism. And we do that on occasion, and if you want to be water baptized, it is the most important decision you can make after salvation in obedience to Christ and fellowship with Christ. And don't be ashamed of him. Be proud, and, and when we baptize, we invite friends and family. People come. And we are able to share the gospel with them. The other ordinance that we as a church believe this is something that God wants us to do is what's called communion, or it's called different things, the Last Supper. Uh, The one that I love calling it is the Lord's Table. The Lord's Table and the scripture, we're going to go over the scriptures today and talk about this because not only as Americans should we remember the sacrifice of the men and women that have died for our freedom, so should we never forget the ultimate sacrifice that Jesus made for us to set us free from the bondage of sin. And so, we're going to talk about the table of the Lord and how we have a seat at this table and how we can have have a moment uh, we, we do this once a month here at our church. The Bible doesn't say how often. Some churches do it every Sunday. To me, that feels like it's not as special when you're doing it every Sunday. But I think if you wait more than a month, then it's, uh, it's too long, and we need to get back to the cross. We need to get back to remembering the sacrifice, so that's why we do it once a month here. Now you say, well, I've been coming for months, and I've never seen you do this. Well, we do it on Sunday nights. And the reason is, I mean, we have a little more time Sunday nights, but it's a very special, I, I would almost say traditional, but I hate the word traditional because uh, we, we have to be careful not to get into tradition. Uh, we stick with scripture, but it's, it is a tradition of our church on Sunday nights to have those that are able to be here to celebrate the Lord's table And uh, it's been special for for years and years. And by the way, uh, coming up this summer, we have a series of Sunday night services outside at our college campus five miles north of here. And some of those we will be celebrating communion at. And so let me encourage you to be at those campfire churches at the Dayspring Bible College campus. There is a, a person, the name is George Needham, that wrote this about the significance of the Lord's table and how it connects us with the past, the present, and the future. Now listen to what he said. The Lord's table is like a great bridge spanning the entire interval of the church's history on earth. On one end of it rests on the shame of the cross and the other is planted in the glory of the kingdom. This feast sustains a threefold relationship to the Christian. It is a reminder of our past justification. It is the source of our present sustenance in the new life. And it's a pledge of our future blessedness and glory. What an amazing quote that is. And it's so true. And I don't know if you've ever thought about communion as a bridge, but it is. It connects the past, the present, and the future for believers. So let's look at 1 Corinthians 11, verse 23, where it says, For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you. Now, obviously, the, the penman of the books of First and Second Corinthians was the Apostle Paul. Now, if you know your Bible, you know that the Apostle Paul was not in the upper room at the Lord's table at the Last Supper. He was not there. So, he was, he was a persecutor of the Christians. He thought it was a false uh, gospel. It wasn't, he didn't believe Jesus was the Son of God. As a matter of fact, he, he was complicit in the first death of a Christian by martyrdom. He was there at Stephen's martyrdom. And the apostle Paul was on his way to Damascus to persecute more Christians when suddenly he saw the light. And he saw Christ. And he suddenly realized this one who knew he was fighting and whom he thought it was a false religion is true. He is real. He is the son of God. He is alive. And he got saved and they didn't believe it. They People thought, well, he's faking it. He's trying to get, get our confidence and we're not going to believe him. And a few people believed in him and helped him and encouraged him. It says that he gave it to the, the Corinthians, the churches, that which he received of the Lord, which I also delivered unto you. And we're going to stop right there, picking it up tomorrow on our Thursday edition of In Grace. It's so important to remember, to remember the sacrifice that those made for our country, as we will do on Monday on Memorial Day, but also to remember Jesus' sacrifice, as that's the the beauty of the Lord's table, the Last Supper, where we can remember with the grape juice and the the broken bread that Jesus is our Passover sacrifice. He is the Lamb of atonement. He's the one that all of these sacrifices and feasts pointed to. It was Jesus. And so let's remember that. Let's remember His sacrifice. And again, we'll talk more about it tomorrow. Right before we go though, we have the really great witnessing tool. It's called the flag track. It's the it's a pocket-sized color threefold. Uh, the front of it says the story of old glory. And as I give these out to people during patriotic days like Memorial Day or Independence Day, people take these. Sometimes they don't take gospel tracks, they'll take these because it's the story of the flag. And then it talks about the flag, but it also talks about the gospel. We'd like to give you 25 of these for your gift of any amount to this ministry. We're going to say thank you by sending you these really great resources. And then if your gift is $15 or more, we're also going to send you a great audio CD, Is America a Christian Nation? And then if your gift can be $25 or more, we're going to also include America's Christian History DVD. And so you really want to get all three of these great resources that will really help tell the story of America and share the gospel during Patriotic Days. The number is 1-800-78-GRACE 1-800-78-GRACE and our website is ingraceradio.com I would love to hear from you today.
1: When you give towards the cause of the gospel we will thank you by sending you 25 flag tracks. If your gift is $15 or more we will include the CD series Is America a Christian Nation? As a special thank you for your gift of $25 or more, you will also receive our two part DVD series, America's Christian History. Just call 800 78 GRACE. Write to us at Ingrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois 60047. Or visit ingraceradio.com for more information. Thank you for joining us on Ingrace Radio with Jim Scudder Jr. InGrace is a member of the Evangelical Council for Financial Accountability. Our goal is to share the light of Jesus to a darkening world, helping you find hope, gain purpose, and be a light. You can be that light today by joining our mission to spread the gospel around the world. Just call us, 800-78-GRACE, or go online, ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047 Tune in tomorrow as we continue to explore God's word and his world on In Grace Radio.